Hello, this is Renee, and welcome to my podcast. If you are in an abusive relationship, ask God to leave you, lead you out safely and do not do anything to cause yourself harm. Domestic violence is still a crime and should be treated as a crime. Please let God guide you out safely, whether it's your significant other or your spouse. I've already admitted to my audience that God guides me in a different way a lot of times. I'm right now at the courthouse because I already mentioned that God has uh, now allowed me to become a pro se litigant, fight my own cases because I'm sick and tired of corruption and injustices that's still happening in this world. Well, I met a young man today that was really protesting in front of one of the district clerk's offices located here in Houston. Texas. And when I read his sign, I I saw a few words that captured my attention, which is corruption. And I've been saying every time I speak on the podcast that we have to trust God to allow us to fight for what we believe in, especially when we're being taken advantage of because we're either poor, black, whatever race we are, and we're going through a financial bind. And these systems that are being created affects us more than it does the people that create them. I'm going to let Mr. Francisco introduce himself, what he's going through. It might be lengthy, but right now at the moment, I do not care. I'm praying to God that his story will reach a lot of more other people. We've been trying to get interviewed. We get ignored by reporters. We get ignored by people that work in criminal justice centers, no matter how many times we fax or we call or whatever. We need this to stop because justice is important. I'm going to hand the phone over to Mr. Francisco so that he can give his voice. And I pray to God that all of those that are listening will realize these things are really happening. And I'm praying to God we'll find a lot more that will come forward and start fighting for what they believe in. Mr. Francisco, it's all yours. Yes, my name is Francisco Rodriguez. And my story started... In 2006, when I got a loan, I got a loan for $20,000, and my monthly payments were almost $500 a month. And we start paying from 2006, but then uh, we realized that the company was calling us and calling us, telling us that we were behind and that we were to bring the note, you know, up, you know, Pay, pay what apparently they were, we were supposed to, we were owing. So finally one day I got tired and I told, I told my wife that I was gonna hold the company because I don't, I don't think that, uh, I think that some, something was wrong. So finally I spoke to someone and I told them that I want to have uh, uh, the, my statement of account. I wanted to know what was going on. So when they sent me my statement of account, I realized that they had created a suspense account and they were placing payments there and not crediting those payments to my account or returning to us. So they were not, they were doing that. Plus they were not uh, respecting the grace periods. They was uh, uh, eating matter if we would send the payment on time or late, they were always charging late charges so they start uh, trying to collect apparently what we owe them and I, w- I kept on disputing those amounts because I knew that I didn't owe them anything especially that I had found out 
of the suspense account. So I kept on disputing till when they submit the first foreclosure order. When they submit the first foreclosure order, we fight it and we uh, uh, prove that they didn't have any right to sue us because when when you when you when you transfer a company when when you get a loan uh, and and there's a lien on your property, uh, they are supposed to uh, create transfer of liens, and since they were transferring liens from company to company to company, they had the right to create those transfers of lien and record it publicly recorded so they did not so when i found out that they didn't do it there was my this way that was when i won the case it was dismissed in july 29 2014. before before we uh finish uh with that foreclosure action one day we went out of town and when we came back uh, someone has uh, vandalized our house. The central air has removed, windows were broke, uh, doors kicked in, and out of fear, we left the house because even when we knew it was them, we couldn't prove it. So we went to the police and we told them what uh, had occurred and they didn't, they didn't believe us because in their mind, we had done it because we wanted to collect insurance. The fact is that we didn't even have insurance insurance to collect. So they didn't want to uh, make any report or anything. Uh, so then when, the, when, when that case was dismissed, I told my wife, well, we're gonna have to sue them because uh, who's, gonna, who's gonna fix our property? Uh, and I filed a lawsuit in July 22, 2014. Oh. There was, there was hell, because when I found that, that claim, uh, it went to different court. The first lawsuit, it was on the 333 court, judicial court, and the second one that I found went to 127 court. When it went to 127 court, uh, that the court 333 filed a motion requesting the, the requesting the new claim to be returned to 333. When I saw that, I, I found it suspicious because I say, how is this court is gonna try again the new claim? I mean, for me, it, it was not right. Even when I, I'm not a lawyer, I could feel that uh, they were working something, something out. So, the same judge that litigate the first case, after browsing that case from 127 back to 333, allowed them to sue us without having, knowing, knowingly, uh, that they didn't have any legal basis to do it because they didn't have the transfer of lien recording, publicly recorded according to, to according to the 13001 rule here in Houston. <clears throat> and it was, for me, it was so surprising that the same judge allowed them to do it, allowed them to sue them again. Well, 
some have uh, they, uh, the, the opposite lawyers start complaining that I didn't know what I was doing, that I didn't, I was not numbering the, the pleadings, a lot of stuff that he was just submitting to the court. So they dismissed, they dismissed my, my claim. When they dismissed my claim, they told me in order for you to reopen it, you had to get a lawyer. I didn't have no money. We, I, we was already broke. So how, how could I acquire money to get a lawyer when lawyers are so expensive? Uh, I went to one day, he wanted to charge 20,000. I went to all the one he wanted to charge 10,000. I went to all the one he didn't want to take it. So I say, before this case goes, uh, boy, I'm gonna have to take care of, take care of myself because all in that is gonna is gonna die. When I when I start doing it, when I start doing it, the, uh, thank God we were able to find a lawyer that wanted to take it. But soon after we realized that he sold out our case. He sold out our case because when when it was time for summary judgment. He didn't come to the meeting. He left us there at the court, claiming that he was in Kuwait City when he didn't even tell us that he was gonna be out of town. So he left, we didn't know. Summary judgment came. And since we didn't have, since he, since he, didn't, he didn't submit the papers that he was supposed to submit, the answer for summary judgment, the same judge that followed on our case, on our favor, the first time, gave them the gain to them. So what does that tell you? Corruption. Corruption. That's all I can say. When, when they ob obtain the summary judgment, they receive a final judgment charging 20,000, 50,000, 15,000. And if I was gonna appeal, it was gonna be $10,000 more. All right, so they received the judgment, but the judgment, the court, the, the, the court put the wrong name on the judgment. It was the name that they were, were supposed to put, uh, write was Ovation Services. And they put somebody, somebody else's name there. So they were not able to abstract it. And when you are not able to abstract it, uh, it's very hard for them. Because if they've reached the six years after you received the judgment and you don't abstract it, it goes void, extinct, all right? So it went void and extinct. They couldn't revive, they could have revived it, but they had, to, they had to submit a motion to first get a writ of execution, 
the desiree that gives them the right to sell the property, but you have to prove that you obtain it within the 10 years before the judgment goes dormant, all right? So they received the judgment, they received it on their own name, they didn't get the writ of execution, they couldn't abstract it under the chapter rule 52 from the judgments in Texas. And they come back and they come back now filing a case 2021-75-436 and they submit the claim as I owe them taxes. As I owe them taxes. What happened? That we don't owe them anything. But since the judgment went in dormancy and they couldn't have, and they couldn't abstract it as a properly the properly way that they were supposed to abstract it as a uh, Sarah Facies motion revival specifying there is a revival of judgment. Well, they were not able to do it either. And the law says that you have to do it. You have, if you want to revive an old judgment, you have to uh, file it through a surfaces or a new suit. But even if you are filing a new suit, you have to specify that it's a new suit for revival of judgment. They didn't do it because time has passed and they didn't have legal basis anymore to do it. So instead, they filed a tax suit foreclosure. So that way, they can deprive us of our property. The thing is that they didn't know that God somehow gave us the intelligence and put in front of our eyes things for us to realize what they are doing. And that's what is happening to me. He is putting it at, he, he is putting at my, in front of my face, in front of my eyes, all the corruption that they are committing against us. All I can tell you is to pray for me, pray for my family, because it's been, it's been real hard. This is not this this is not the end of the story because it's a long story. You know, after they were not able to deny they were not able to abstract it, uh, they companies, those kind of companies have their people that work for them. They are called straw agents. And there's nothing wrong with people to have straw companies to have straw agents. When it's wrong is when they are used to commit fraud. And these straw agents uh, sold our property through fraudulent conveyances. You know, not one time, not twice, three times. And there's a, uh, 
title companies involved. One name Exodus title, the other one uh, named Petro title. And, no, and on top of that, the constable, the, the chief of the constables here in Houston is involved because he let someone else, he misrepresent, that guy misrepresent me. Uh, I don't know if making, making them believe because for me it's stupid that someone is gonna misrepresent someone in the constable office because the first thing that they ask you is your ID. And if you are given a fake ID, as a constable, you're gonna tell me that they mislead you? So then you are, you are a stupid constable. Right? So right now I'm going through that, you know, uh, corruption in the courts also, because even when they know what they did, they are ignoring me. They are giving them the gain to them again. So that's why I'm doing this protest protests here outside of uh, Judicial County Court 201 Caroline Houston Texas and see what's gonna happen I have a lot of faith that God is gonna return our property uh, I pay for that property $18,000 and since now it's worth it $180,000 uh, that's why they they wanted to take it because they are building houses in there in, in their area area that cost $450,000. And that's why they wanted to steal our property. So- Mr. Francisco, I don't mean to interrupt you, but can you, did you let them know that you are also a pro se? Uh, uh, they know because I, every time that you follow, every time you follow a document, you have to write that you're a pro se because in, in, uh, we cannot go in the court and say that uh, act like a lawyers, right? Uh, but it seems that the uh, process people doesn't have an opportunity to win. But this thing that is happening to me, it took me a long time to come and, and, and be here in front of the court for things, you know, that comes to your mind. How am I gonna be in front of the court? What do the people is gonna think about about me? Uh, am I gonna be arrested? But it, it came to a point where I said, I don't care. I don't care, this is my house. And I'm already 63 years old and, and, and I need my house. I'm living in my daughter's house. But I, 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 I think I have the right to, to have my own because I paid for it and because I paid the loan. What they want is to steal, steal, steal properties because this company, that's what they do. They loan you money, but they do crooked stuff so, so you can lose your property. My property, like I say, now is worth $180,000 and it has a little bitty house. But the lot, they can build a lot, in the lot they can build four houses. So four houses at 450,000. So pray for me. And uh, like I say, 
I don't, uh, sometimes I don't like to hear that, that word because I don't like it. Because the, what I'm going through, it's been real hard. It's been since 2012. But someone yesterday told me, hang in there because God gives the battles only to the most. But in my mind, I say, I wish I, I wish I can be in that in that position because I already developed a diabetic through all this stress. You know, I was always healthy, and last year they they detect that sickness, and sometimes I don't feel good. Sometimes uh, I feel depressed. Sometimes I feel like. Uh, There's nothing else to keep on going, but then he put things in my mind, and I realized that even when they they took my house, basically because I don't live there, I think there's a purpose behind it, and and I'm kind of believing now that what I'm doing. It's a purpose. And I'm gonna be here even if I win my house or even if I lose my house, I'm gonna be in the court. I'm gonna be outside of the court complaining and making them remember always that they stole my property. Making them remember always that they are gonna have to change the system for process. I believe that uh, he already told me what my next mission will be. Because in this life, it's all about missions. We don't come here to the world to, to enjoy it, to live, to have. No, no, we come to suffer. Because if he suffered for us, who we are to not go through that? And even if we suffer, whatever, whatever happened to us, whatever we go through, is not compared to what he passed. So regardless how I win or not, I'm here for a mission. I've been going through a lot of missions. I've been going through cancer with my son. I've been going through cancer with uh, my brother. My mother passed away six months ago. Uh, I've been going to jail for things that I, I was not to go. But even when I was in jail for a month, I was happy inside. You know, I was not uh, going crazy. You know, I, I said, well, what else? What else is going to happen to me? What else? I already lost my mother. I went through cancer with my son for 12 years. I went with cancer with my brother for a year or two for, because he died real soon. I went to jail. What else can happen to me?
muertos. Nothing. So if uh, if it's for me to go to die because sometimes I'm afraid that they are gonna do something to me because companies very rich are involved in this case. Exodus title, ti uh, Patriot title, Ovation Services. They are companies with a lot of power. And proof is that the court gives them what they want. Sometimes I had found out people spying around my house. But I'm a tough also, I'm also a tough person that I don't get intimidated for nobody. I mean, I don't like to do wrong to nobody, but I don't, leave, I don't leave nobody to intimidate me. I don't care how big it is. Sometimes in my mind, I say, I'm, you are crazy. You are crazy because they can slap you and throw you to the floor and, and that's it. But still, I'm that kind of person that doesn't get intimidated. You tell me wrong, you, you treat me wrong, I treat you wrong. You treat me right, I treat you right because all, we all need respect. And the respect that you give is the respect that you're gonna receive. My friends, I wish I can uh, tell you more, but I'm hungry and I, and I need to go eat because I'm gonna faint. Now, of course, we don't want Mr. Francisco to faint. I did mention to him before the interview that he could go get something to eat, but this was on his mind as well as his heart. The reason why I'm reaching out to those that listen to me on Spotify, Apple, whatever it is, I'm still thankful to God for my followers. Yes, this sounds depressing and oppressing, and it is depressing and oppressing about what's happening to us in this world that the world seems to not know about. But I thank God for those that are brave enough that are coming forward because we haven't had this happen since the civil rights movement and there is a purpose there is a reason and I'm not gonna ask anybody that's listening to me right now to wish anything bad on anyone for speaking up for what they believe in for speaking up for what is right don't think of the suffering part yes we go through things and sometimes we don't make those connections but God knows why they happen when they happen and the purpose of it happening I try not to let things like that bother me because I lost my mom Mr. Francisco has been fighting for a while I've been fighting since 2000 so God has let me run into people that are going through the same thing that I'm going through and it does it makes me angry at how they did it when they did it and it puts everybody else and what they earn and what they collected and what they want to leave for their families is being snatched away. But see, I remembered God saying in his word, he will bring down the strongholds in which they trust. They trust their power. But y'all better believe and understand that God is all powerful. He ain't scared of them. When Mr. Francisco mentioned that he was in jail for a month, don't forget, Joseph was in the jail house for two years. And God made him second ruler of Pharaoh. We got to understand what God wants us to do. He's, Francisco is right. We have a purpose in this world, a mission in this world. And we got to see what's going on with each other so that we can be brothers and sisters again if we fight together as one. Whoever was listening, if you're going through the same thing, no matter if you're in Texas, another state, another country, it does not matter. Justice is justice. And of course it's in God's hands, but don't forget God uses us to carry out his justices.
So pray for Francisco and his family. Pray for me and my family. Pray for everybody around this world that's going through the same thing. And I'm praying to God that Mr. Francisco's message, as well as a few others that I've added on to this podcast, a lot more will come forward to show what is happening behind the scenes. Not what we can see. But God is so powerful. He sees what we can't see. But he's bringing it to our attention. This young man, he said he's 63 years old, worked hard to get what he has. And then have it snatched up because people are greedy. And he said he's not afraid because he's been attacked more than one time. God knows I've been attacked more than one time. That's why I'm fighting. I'm not going to sit down in my house because y'all did me wrong. The dentist did me wrong. And y'all going to let them get away with that because y'all are protecting each other. That's the reason why people don't listen to us. That's why they don't fight for us. But did y'all hear Mr. Francisco? He said, I ain't got nothing else to lose. I'm going to fight it myself. They don't respect prosaes. And if, I, and if one day Jesus called me, I will go happy. I will go happy with no regrets because as long as I live, I didn't do anything wrong to nobody. I defend myself because you have the right to defend yourself, but I didn't go and did something else to nobody. So if one day he called me, I will go in peace because I tried to live my life the best that I could. Well, we're going to pray for Mr. Francisco. We know that none of us is going to be in this world forever, but we're going to pray that God gives us back what man has stolen. We got to understand something. God keeps his promises. It's man that lies all the time. And God said the canker worms, all of that, that took everything from us. He said he's going to give us double for our trouble. We have to for once finally believe. Somebody asked me the other day and said, uh, uh, how come you didn't get a COVID shot? Now, y'all know me. I keep bringing this up all the time. And it's weird because they said, did I get a COVID shot, flu shot, pneumonia shot? I said no to all three. She said, why? I said, because God said he will protect us from pestilence and disease. If I didn't get the COVID shots or any of them shots when COVID came here, why would I do it now in 2023? That's like me saying I don't trust God anymore. No, I'm going to keep on trusting him. Never got the shot. Ain't interested in taking the updated one or the ones from the bag, the booster one. I'm not going against those that have done it. I'm not putting down their religion or their beliefs because they did do it. I'm speaking on me. Like I said, don't mess with my faith. My faith is my faith. And God said without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we need to start putting our faith in him now. Not when things happen. Not years and years later and then we run around like the Israelites for 40 years wondering why we didn't get our blessings because God made them walk around for 40 years until God could see he could trust them to keep their word and honor him God is just trying to bring us back to him and if he needs to use us to fight guess what it's his glory so Mr. Francis I ain't gonna say if when Mr. Francisco gets his house back and everything that they stole from him, that's God's glory. When God allows me to win my cases and sell my books, that's God's glory. It is not mine. But guess what? He said he will honor us. So he's going to let us share it with him. Remember Jeremiah 29 and 11, for God knows the plans he has for us. Not to harm or hurt us, but to give us hope in a future. So I'm telling Mr. Francisco, 
Don't lose your hope. I'm saying those listening to me, don't lose your hope. You got to hang on. He said somebody just told him hang on, but then God is telling you keep hanging on and don't never let him go. This is Renee. Pray for Mr. Francisco. I will probably title this, this recording justice for Mr. Francisco. And I hope he tells me how his name is spelled because I don't want to spell it wrong. But we're going we're gonna to do it. Oh, he said I can just put justice for Frank and his family. If I have to put it that way, I will. And I hope that other people will listen. And I was going to ask him his nationality, but guess what? It's not about nationality. It's not about race because we are all really one race <laughs> fighting for justice. Please, don't let the system do you like this. We have a right to live too. We're older now. We want to reap the rewards that God has given us. We don't want to be worried and stressed. You heard about his health. You heard about my health. I do not need for the evil of this world to affect the joy that God gave us because nobody else gave it to us. Thank you.